welcome to another episode of A Thousand and One by One, where normally we take a film out of the book, A Thousand and One Movies You Must See Before You Die, discuss it, analyze it, and ultimately decide whether or not it should be in the book, but that is not what we are doing today. My name is Adam St. John. My name is Britt Reinhold Hobson. And I am Joey Rogate. And today we are, we're, so essentially what we're doing today is we are going to pick the movies that we are going to discuss for season five, but we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with it. So we are going to do it in a draft style fashion. Um, now, uh, Joey, you're coming from the BPC world, so you are something of a, of a draft, at least amongst the three of us. I'm going to say you're our draft expert. So how do you, how do you feel about today's draft? Oh, I'm really excited. We draft a lot of things, so I'm prepared. I have strategy. And, you know, in in an email, one of the back and forths, you said, like, there's no losers here. Everything gets an email. And in my head, since then, I've been thinking, how do we pick a winner? Because I have strategies to win. Well, maybe we we can we can you know what I, maybe we'll have an unofficial conversation at the end about who won the draft. I think we could just for the for shits and giggles, we'll we'll just sort of decide who won at the end. Love it. I think that's fair. Now, now, Britt, I'm, what is your background with drafting? Oh, n- none okay. whatsoever. <laughs> I have no background in drafting whatsoever, and so this I'm just coming in and I'm going to throw some chaos in it because I don't, I don't know what's happening and it's going to be great. Um, I did. Uh, I did make. I made a list, Ooh. buddies. I I made a uh, a very large list of movies between 1910 and 2020 that I'm really excited to talk about. So, uh, well, you made me make a list and be excited <laughs> about it, and it's even color coded. This is dis- disgusting. I am that. Now I have a question because you know we're doing the lovely. Snake draft. Brit, how do you feel about a snake draft? A what? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh well, this is good. This is good. This is Perfect. I, I was just about to lay down I was just about to lay down the ground rules of how this is all gonna Great. work. Um so we are going to pick in a snake draft fashion, which would be let's just say Brit, you pick you got to pick number one, Joey got to pick number two, and I was number three. We would go one, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, three, so on and so forth until we have all made our selections we are going to determine the um the order of the draft momentarily but for anybody listening uh to make things a bit um a bit more uh not fun fun uh interestingly complicated so we have some rules with the draft uh so we are ultimately going to be making eight different selections um we uh we each get to pick a wild card and that'll come into play later and we each uh get to pick a director that we will be doing a director ranking for um, but as we go through the list, so we, we're focusing on particular decades, 1930s through the 2010s. Um, so let's just say, for instance, Britt, let's say that you pick number one. And I'm going to pick episodes that we've already done on the show, so no worries there. Let's say Britt, uh, her first pick is Alien, which is from the 1970s. Let's say Joey goes second, and he picks uh, Monty Python uh, and the Life of Brian, which is also from the 70s. The only way anybody could then pick a film from the 70s is if they use their wild card. Once a decade has two films picked from it, that decade is now off the list unless you use the wild card. So that is also where things are going to be a little more complicated in terms of strategy and picking what you want to talk about or, or think would be interesting, et cetera, and so on. Um, 
you can save your wild card for whenever. Uh, you could do it early. You can do it late. You can pick. You can throw out your director pick whenever you would like. Um, just so that people listening know, the director does not have to have any films in the book whatsoever, and uh, we the director does not have to have a film that we talk about the week before. So like we did this year with Eraserhead and Lynch and uh, The Host and Bong Joon-ho. If you pick, we're not doing this person, but like if you picked Spielberg, you wouldn't have to do a movie beforehand that was Spielberg directing. You could just do Spielberg. Are there any any stone that needs to be turned still? I mean, (laughs) I'm just here for the ride, friends. You know what? It will be fun also, when we're I'm three rounds in. And... So... <laughs> I, I'm competitive, so like, bring it, Joey, bring oh, it. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm ready. I have sheets. Great. Oh, man. Okay. It's going to be fun so... round three when we realize we missed something. That's always my favorite part, where it's like, oh, I didn't know that question. <laughs> so yep. um, for, the, for, for the two of you, I would like to direct your attention to the, the screen I'm about to share. I have this oh little spinner wheel here, uh, which will then, this is going to determine our draft order. Can, Joey, Britt, can you see the wheel? Yes. It's up. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, okay. So here we go. We're going we're gonna to pick the order now. So the person who will be selecting number one in the first ever 1,001 by one draft is going to be... Brit. Oh God, that's a lot of pressure. Um, do I go with something? Well, hold, hold, well, hold on. Wait, hold let on. us we figure out the rest of the order, Brit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So now Brit's off the board, and uh, picking number two here. It's looking like it's gonna be me. That's what I wanted. I have a. <laughs> Okay, so there we go. We have our order. Uh, Britt will be picking first, and then me, and then Joey. So that is how we will snake around. We have our order. We know our rules. I, I, I think that's it. I, I, I could come up with more preamble, but I don't want to. I want to get into this. So, Britt. I can't wait anymore. With, <laughs> with the first the first pick, uh, what are you going with? Okay, so I have to be strategic about this, right? And I feel like I always end up gravitating towards movies from the 80s. So I'm going to go out strong with a movie from 1986. I think this might be the first time we do a sequel on this show. But we're going to do Aliens. Oh! <laughs> Gotta do Aliens. I mean, and for, you know, I did write a little snippet about each of these movies, if we want to say. Um, but I don't have to. Sh- uh, no, you, sure. If if somebody doesn't know about aliens, please inform them. After surviving the attack aboard the Nostromo, Ripley is sent to a terraformed planet to save a space colony with a group of Marines. That is what we will be talking about at some point in our next season. Hot damn. Hot damn. That'll be fun. It's a good That'll first pick. That'll be a good episode. It's a good first pick. I mean, I feel like the 80s are going to be out soon, so I had to get it in there. Well, that's that's great. coming at number two. I the the I gotta be honest. The eighties is one of the decades where I was I was not as as focused. I wasn't as interested um, in the eighties, and um, and so oh god, there's so much here on the board. Um, okay, I think because I there is a a movie that I I, I really really love, and um, 
it unfortunately is no longer in the book. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with one of those. Um, and uh, oh, I did not think this would be the first first movie I picked. Um, uh, but uh, I am going to choose from the year 2000, uh, or the, or not the year, the decade, the 2000. This is from year uh, 2004. Uh, and I would like us to talk about Alexander Payne's Sideways. Interesting. I've never I've seen never that. Seen That's sideways. exciting. Oh, wow. You're the only other person who's never seen it. That's exciting. <laughs> oh, My brother-in-law a- is a master sommelier, though, so I do have a lot of wine knowledge. So, and, and, and I didn't prep any, but uh, uh, like Britt did, but off the top of my head, uh, two friends, uh, uh, Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church, are traveling through wine country to celebrate the upcoming nuptials of Thomas Hayden Church, who all he wants to do before he gets, he gets married is to get laid one last time. Uh, Paul Giamatti is the friend who tries to keep him on the straight and narrow, but doesn't really do it. Uh, and uh, just a wonderful lead performance from Paul Giamatti. It's a really endearing movie, but also it's alexander payne's really dry kind of sense of humor so oh yes awesome i cannot wait to talk about sideways i'm excited like i said never seen it yeah that's awesome all right so now joey you're coming in coming in with two yeah yeah this is good um so i was hoping i would end land here um so my list is very split of things that i've seen things that i want to see want to have seen for a while and some things that I never heard of that look interesting. So I tried to kind of balance it. How I draft will be a whole other thing. But for my first pick, I'm going to pick a movie uh, from 2000. movie that was quite important to me as a movie watcher. That kind of still is. Um, I'm going 2000. Christopher Nolan, Memento. Ooh. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Non-linear storytelling, self-tattooing, all exciting things. That would be a fun one to talk about. I'm I'm excited about that film. I I haven't seen it in years. That uh, I think that might be the movie I've talked about most on Mike. Uh, uh, we it came up when Ian and I did the Nolan ranking. I was on an episode of Cinemust to talk about Memento, uh, and it came up in my top ten when I was on BPC. Um, so I have things to say about it, and uh, so yes, I, lovely, lovely choice. Yeah, and 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 now, two thousands is off the board. So if you want to do it again, you gotta use the wild card. You gotta use it. Um, but Joey, you have another pick. So what are you going with? So now I'm bringing us all the way back to the thirties. This is a movie. Ooh. This is a movie that I have no. I've never seen. I heard about it. Talked about. On another, mentioned on another podcast, it kind of piqued my interest and as I was prepping this whole thing. So it felt like perfect timing. Um, 1930, the director is Louis Buñuel. It is, I'm going to say the English way, The Age of Gold. It's L'Age d'Or. I don't think I said that right, so I apologize. But Louis Buñuel... Lage Dior. It got a full page. It's page 80 in the book. Um, it got a full page. It's surrealist. It's, and, you know, I, I did, um, to, to lock it in the first pick, I watched, which I know you and Ian did, was The Andalusian Dog. Um, so I watched that. Yep. And it was wild, and I said, okay, I want to see this guy in a full, I want to see this guy in a full movie. I think the movie is like an hour and ten minutes. It is brief. Um... 
the little I know about it sounds wild and exciting, and I think it will be very different energy for us. I have no idea what this movie is. It that's very exciting to me. I'm I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bummed. I have a Boonwell box set, and that of course is not one of the films <laughs> in the box set. Oh my goodness! Are you gonna go try to find it now so you can have the complete collection for next season? Uh, you know, it's funny. I I probably will do some silly uh some silly physical media purchases uh in the near future. Probably tonight, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> That's oh, fair. Just given, happy. given how I roll. Uh, <laughs> um. Awesome, awesome, quirky, weird pick, and our th- and we got something from the '30s on the board too. That's amazing. Um, so, uh, so swing it back to me, and I, I also would like to make a pick of a movie um, that I've I've heard a lot about and I haven't seen, and this is one of those ones that I, there, I, I, I when I tell people who are into film that I haven't seen it, it's one of those like I, I, I feel like now I feel bad I haven't seen it. Um. And it's from uh, it's from the fifties, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a fifties pick here, and I am going to go with, um, I believe it is uh, um, Robert Mitchum in the Night of the Hunter. Oh, very cool! Did really well in the BPC horror draft, horror attorney. It it did, and and I it, that was part of the like I was. I didn't think it was gonna really do do very well, but I I was hoping it might because I I've, I it's like a lot of movies I've owned it for quite some time and and I I put off watching some of these movies because I know they're in the book and so yeah. I never know when they're gonna come up and so I push them off because I, I I always like a fresh couple of watches when we do the pod so I've put it off and put it off and um and I think this will be a fun and it's I know it's like horror adjacent like thrill and it's not like like a like a monster movie um but i'm excited i mean yeah excited to talk about the night of the hunter so that's my pick from the 50s that's awesome so Britt, now you have two in a row i do okay so i guess um so originally before we decided to do this draft i was going to um give lists to people in my family and and friends of mine that have listened to the podcast and say pick a movie on this list and we'll do it ultimately it didn't end up doing that because it seems hard um to make individual lists for you know seven (laughs) separate people so instead i decided to go with um the first thing that someone suggested to me my sister suggested this movie not even knowing that it was in the book so i am going to go with 1944's laura and it's uh, a a police detective falls in love with the woman whose murder he is investigating it's a thriller and my sister loved it so thank you aaron i'm putting this on the list for you i i is that an auto preminger film yeah it is it is it is. Yep, it is. I, I've and I've I've heard of Laura. Um, that'll be good. That'll be fun. I, I, I if 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 it's what I know about it is true, I think it'll be a. I, I, most of these, it'll be a fun conversation for us. I'm I'm excited. I really know nothing about it, but she has watched it earlier this year and loved it. She she really loves old old movies, so I, I'm putting this in here for her. Because she's one of those people that listens to the podcast but doesn't watch the movies. She just wants to, to well, listen. Well, we appreciate that just just for the record. Aaron, is that Aaron? That is, yes, Aaron. Thank, thank you, Aaron. <laughs> we appreciate your, your, your dedication to, to the pod. She's Hell very supportive. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, Brett, and then what are you following that oh, up with? Gosh, okay. So I'm going to follow this up with, um, I'm going through a couple, but I think I'm going to bring it to, a, to 2012 now. To a book or to a movie that is no longer in the book that I had never heard of. But when I started doing a little bit of research into it, I thought it was very fascinating and I'd want to have a conversation about it. So and I am hoping I pronounce this correctly because this is a Spanish film called Blanca Nieves. And in pre-war Spain, the daughter of a Toreador has to cope with a terrible stepmother. It's Snow White. It's Snow White with bullfighters. Ooh, how do you how do you spell that? B L A N C A N I E V E S. Oh, there we go. There we go. I just wanted to. Ooh, it's. I believe okay. it might be a. Um, I, I believe it. It might be a silent film. I really don't know anything about it. I didn't want to look too much into it. I just saw some some production stills, read a bit about it, and thought this looks fascinating, and wanted to watch oh, it. That, that is fucking interesting. That is that is that is something, all right. Yeah, I'm into this. I had this to is throw cool. one in there that it's like, what is this movie? Who knows? Awesome. Well, cool. That, there we go. We get, that's I think that is the first one on here. I definitely have not even really clocked. Awesome. That'll be that'll be a first for all of us. That's great. Okay. Uh, shit. It's back. It's to me. Um, okay. So nobody's picked anything from the seventies yet, and I'm looking at it, and I've got I have three films on my list here, and um, I I really I really don't know which which to do. One of these I've seen, the other two I haven't. Um, and ow, oh, I oh, I don't even know what to do. Um. Okay, I've I've picked what have I picked so far? I've picked Sideways, which I've seen, and The Night of Hunter, which I haven't seen. Um, I feel like I'm gonna pick something later that I have seen. So I'm gonna go with something that I, I haven't seen. And um I think given uh the recent um sight and sound poll, I'd love for us to tackle what critics have called the best film ever made and so we are going to talk about jean dealman uh and then the title goes on because i believe it's her address um it is a french film about a um a sex worker and what goes on in her life and uh sight and sound recently called this the best film ever made so now uh the three of us are going to dig into it and see if we are anywhere close to what they think about that movie that sounds amazing (laughs) i'm so into it yeah, no, I mean, I it's, 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 it. it's, it's fitting. And then, you know, it's fun because the reaction was so extreme in many, many ways. So I'm happy to get into that because I haven't yeah. seen it and I was hoping it would come up somewhere to see it. This is already a pretty well, wild list, just saying. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. <laughs> um, okay, so now it, we got, we're back to Joey and your two picks. So my first pick, I'm going to go with, we're, I'm going to close out the 50s for the non-wild card picks. I'm going to go for something I haven't seen, but it is out there in the world. And I feel like, you know, um, it's something to see, something you should see, right? Directed by Robert Wise, and it is The Day the Earth Stood Still. Fun. Awesome. Very Fun. Yeah, I have never seen it, so I'm excited for it. 
You know, I haven't either, but as direct directors go, Robert, that'll be the third Robert Wise film done on the pod because we've done West Side Story and we've done The Haunting. Um, so Robert Wise coming in coming in with his third film covered on the show with The Day the Earth Stood Still. Also something I haven't seen either, so that'll be that'll be great. Um all right, Joe. And then, uh, so what? What? Uh, what other pick do you want? So the fifties and the uh, the aughts—they are gone. They are. They are finit. Poof. Out of here. All right. So, you know, in, I think I'm just going back and forth here. I'm going to be our first nineties pick. I'm going. Nice. Nineteen ninety-eight. Wes Anderson Rushmore. My first Wes Anderson. I saw. <laughs> you know, I've seen it. Love it. I'm excited to get into it. So, Rushmore. I think that'll be a fun one to talk about. And the cast and just such, I think it's just, I think it's a really interesting, cool thing that I think we'd have fun with. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, And, and just the extended Wes Anderson conversation that'll take place in, in the midst of all of that. Exactly. Um, that'll be fun. And... I'm not sure exactly when all this will happen, but I think between now and then I, he'll have, I think two more movies that have been, will have been released probably by the time we get to, to Rushmore. Um, oh, so wow. they will be even more. I think he's got two asteroid city and something else are set to come out this year. So yeah, um, Dang. yeah she's got, yeah, he's got some, some stuff coming out. Good for him. Uh, Timeliness. Awesome. Okay. Um, well now I feel like I just want to be, I just want to be fun and um, be fun. I'm going to, I'm going to pick well I just now just to uh to, to get it on, to get one of these on the board. I'm going to pick our first one from the 60s. So now nice. we've we've at least got one thing on all of them. And I'm not going to lie, this movie is a pick. This is this is a theater pick. Um it's a Mike Nichols pick and we are going to talk about who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. Every theater person's read that many times. Uh and and given the the kind of the powerhouse performances and and the way it was lauded at the time and like the the one two punch for mike nichols with this and the graduate um it'll just be a, a fun conversation and then sure. it'll also give it also give brit and i uh, a moment to sort of get on our soapbox and talk about <laughs> plays and, and and edward albee and the whole thing the whole thing because we definitely haven't um had a chance to talk about that at all in this last season whatsoever no 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 nope. just well maybe maybe one or two Times. Maybe a few times. I definitely didn't do a monologue about like um, feeling like I wasn't good enough or anything like that after watching La La Land. Um, as I take a sip of my um, non-alcoholic beer. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, we're actually, I'm not drinking anymore. I just decided to not drink alcohol, so oh. I drink non-alcoholic right. beer. Nice. Um, shout out to Fremont. They do a really good IPA, non-alcoholic IPA. It's great. So Cool. Nice. Thanks, Fremont. Nice. Good for you. Sponsor me. Uh, just uh, kidding. So, so Britt, that'd be awesome if they did, though. Um, so you have two picks coming up, but I, just give one to start, because because after this, after your first pick, we're halfway through. Oh Believe my god, not, already? We'll, we'll be oh yeah, we're ripping through. through. Yes. Dang. So so Britt, um, the only thing off the table, uh, unless you use your wild card, would be it's the fifties and the aughts. I'm not ready to use my wild card yet, um, but I really feel like. You guys, I feel like it's time that we get a western in here. I don't know about you guys. Do you, do you guys want to watch a western? Uh, depends on the western. Great. What about one from um 2008 from South Korea called The Good, the Bad and the Weird? <laughs> now, it's a western. Now, 
Now, now are the two thousands are out? So is this <gasps> the two thousands are completely out, aren't they? Yes, Shit, they I, are. <laughs> I was um, okay. Great. No, I'm going to pivot. We're we'll cut that. We'll cut that. We're not going to watch oh, oh. a western, friends. We're not going to we're not going to do that. Um, how do you guys feel about watching a videotape that might kill you? Because <laughs> yes, um, I'm mine. going with <laughs> Ring Baby from 1998. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, I, you know, and I've seen, I actually have seen the original, the, um, um, the ring. Oh, yeah. So this, yeah. Hiroyuki Sonata, my favorite actor. Yep. I can't wait to praise him. Well, and Brick closes out the, the nineties there with a, with a, a J horror film, right? Am I saying that right? It's right. That's, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it is J horror. It is one of the first ones that came over that became very popular. Um, yeah. Awesome. So uh, just to quickly recap, um, in so far, uh, in the thir- from the 30s, Joey has picked The Age of Gold, a Boonwell film. Uh, in the 40s, Britt has picked Laura, an Otto Preminger film. The 50s are gone. Uh, I picked The Night of the Hunter, and Joey picked The Day the Earth Stood Still. In the 60s, I have picked Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. In the 70s, I have picked Jean Dielman. In the 80s, Britt has picked Aliens. In the 90s, uh, we have Rushmore and Ringu. In 2000s, we have Sideways and Memento. And in the 2010s, we have Blanca Nieves. I think I got, I hope I said that right. I have no idea. Uh, I sounds went on great. Google and had them speak it to me multiple times. And I, I hope I'm saying it correctly. And if I'm not, I do apologize. I am trying. Okay. Holy shit. We're, uh, this is amazing. Okay. Um, so, Britt. Yes. Uh, we're back to you. Awesome. So I think we're going to go to the 70s now. All right. We're going to go to the 70s. We're going to take it off the board. Take it off the board. And we're going to do a a little movie called A Touch of Zen. It's a Chinese film. And um, a little plot summary. An an unambitious small town painter and monks from a Buddhist monastery ate a lady fugitive in her run from corrupt government officials. And it is a Wuxia movie. And it looks really... Just I had never heard of it, and I thought this looks great. Let's get, let's get some martial arts in there. So, oh, I dig it totally. I act, I have heard of this movie. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one, but that's cool. I'm into it. And I want to say, I'm, I I think we're doing. We are. We already have five international films going, so this is good. I feel I feel good about this. We might get more. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay, so I have a few. I, my wild card section is building up, and uh, and so I, I feel really, I feel bad. I'm about to do this. I'm, I'm wiping out the, um, the the 2010s are going to be off the board, um, and I want to pick a film that uh, was released either during or right before COVID, and it was a movie that um, I thought was so great, um, and such a such a independent gem. Uh, it was released through Amazon Prime, and the movie that I am call- uh, I want to talk about is called The Vast of Night. Um. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nobody's talking about this movie. I'm so excited. I don't know what this is. Oh, it's it's so great. There's um, I want to say it's in New Mexico, but I might have yep. to, I might have to stay. Oh yeah, I think and, it's. I'm pretty sure it's New Mexico. And it's like set in the 50s, and there's like a radio DJ who's starting to. 
he's fielding calls from people who are seeing things in the sky and it, it's given the the low budget nature of the film you would think it wouldn't maybe look that great but it looks it's slick as hell and it's got some really great dialogue in it. and I've only seen it the one time but Melissa and I were totally bowled over by this movie when we saw it and I, I you know the other the other films I had on here were really big splashy like Oscar movies from the 2010s but like like Brit said nobody's talking about the vast of night and it's so easily accessible um so yeah, I'm I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Vast of Night. That's awesome. All right, I'm yeah, I don't I, I missed that one somehow. Well, you better fucking fix it, Joe. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so Joe, you got you have two picks coming up. Yeah. So first, um, to keep this 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 momentum going of things I have versus haven't. First one to do is 1941. So I'm knocking the 40s out. Knock okay. him out. Movie I haven't seen. A movie that was recommended to me a few separate times when um, this year from different people. It's a war movie. It's Sergeant York, directed by Howard Hawks. You know, everything during Oscar's time when um, it, it just popped up a few different times. So when we started doing this, this was one of the first things I put on my list because... It just felt like something to check out. Well, and I, I think this will be our first Howard Hawks film. I don't think we've covered a Howard Hawks film on the the podcast yet, and he's got, excuse me, he's got a bunch in the book. So that'll be uh, that'll be a, certainly a new a new director for us to um, uh, to to embark the discussion on. Yeah, so I think that'll be fun. I think that'll be fun. So then my next one, you know, something I've seen. We're going to the 80s, so unfortunately I'm closing out the 80s for the Sands wildcard friends. It's David Cronenberg. It's Jeff Goldblum. It's The Fly. Yes. You know, David, yes. David, David Cronenberg is very present right now because in the um, a bunch of uh, BPC guys, we go to uh, monthly trivia, movie trivia at the Huntington Cinema Arts Center. And Dan, the trivia man, if you come in third, he lets you pick a category. And the team who came in third, they picked Cronenberg as their category. So um, I, I felt like just the time I needed to get a Cronenberg in. So we're going the fly. I love it. Awesome. So yeah. gooey, the fly. And it's and I I I have a a box set and I apparently there's a sequel. Do. There's a but there's a sequel that I've never seen. To the the flies. flies. Um. So, I'll be I'll be checking that out. Children of the Flies. <laughs> Probably would be like maggots of the flies if they were really going for it. But. Um. Okay. Well. So uh, it, it's to me, and um, I've already picked something from the '60s. So for me, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of left with the '30s, and I don't. We don't have an, a movie like this on on the board yet, and um, I've only seen like the first twenty minutes of this film. But we we don't have a good solid uh, tap dancing movie on this list, so uh, we are going to do the Fred Astaire gem Swing Time. That is going to be my pick from the thirties. That was on my list. Was it? That's it was. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I was between this or um, Lodge Door as my 30. So this is great. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, so Britt, you can either uh, – now you've, you've got – we have one 60s pick left, or you can do your wild card or your director. But you have two picks in a row. So 
Well, I think so. We already have. Um, so it's the sixties or my wild card. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Okay. I am gonna actually do my wild card that I said I wasn't gonna do. <sighs> okay. So here's the thing. I have a movie from the fifties or a movie from like the aughts. Those are my two choices that I want to use my wild card on because I have two I want to use my wild card on. Um, oh, God. One you both know about. you. I already said what it was going to be and one you don't. So do I go with the one you know or the one you don't know? You know what? I am going to... Um, I'm going to go with the... Fuck it. I'm going to go with the aughts. We're going to go with the good, the bad, and the weird. We're going to get a Western in there. A real freaking weird Western in there. I, I the, This book was the reason I've even heard of this movie. And again, it's I've, I've been interested to check it out. But now, now we've got a real strong reason to do it. So <laughs> there we go. Do I think the, I might feel very sad afterward? Yeah, maybe. Just like I did with the host. But I'm willing to let it happen again. <laughs> And that's also that's a that's is that a Korean film? It is, yeah. It's actually Kim Ji Woon, who is my favorite, one of my favorite directors ever. I mean, Park Chan Wook is my favorite, um, but Kim Ji Woon did uh, A Tale of Two Sisters, and that is probably the best horror movie I've ever seen. It's my favorite horror movie. I will always tell hold that above everything else. It's from two thousand three. It's fantastic. Please go watch it. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna stick with you. So you've got either you can tell us your director or you can give us your pick from the 60s. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you my director because I really got to think about the 60s right now because (laughs) I really wasn't going to choose anything from the 60s. I was like, "Eh, none of these are going to come up. So um, I've got to really search inside my soul what I'm going to do. So I'm going to go with my director instead. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. So I went through a couple different things when I was trying to decide on this director. No, I am not going to make you watch 10 anime movies. I'm just going to say that right now so you can take take them all out of your head. I will say the movie that the the director that I did choose has 10 movies. Okay. And can I say he has two in the book? Okay. Currently. All I right. believe it could be more, it could be less, but I believe he only has two. Still in the book. Oh, I wasn't sure if you were going to try to figure out who it was. Oh, no, no, I'm no. Thinking. I, well, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Ten films. Uh, mm. Ten films total is what this person, uh, that's, that's all the number of films that they've done. That they have directed. Yeah. Um, oh, is it Paul Thomas Anderson? Nope. Okay. That was my one guess. I'm out. <laughs> I got nothing. This is hard. This is really hard. <laughs> oh, fair. And I would Who be surprised if either of you got this. I've actually never seen a movie by this director and I've been meaning to. Um, I went with Wong Kar Wai. Did In awesome. the Mood for Love and he did Chunking Express. And um, I did go through and check and every single one of his films is available through Criterion, HBO, Prime or Tubi. Uh, so um, unlike, you know, previous ones I've chosen, uh, like an you know, old boy, um, we can find everything for him. So I'm, I'm really excited. He, he he's an, like his movies are beautiful to look at. I just haven't 
had a chance to dive in. So I thought we could take this journey together and it might I, be more pleasant oh, than Gaspar Noe. I'm so excited. I'm so in the in the mood for love is the only one I've seen. It is it is beautifully shot. And you are giving me Criterion put out a wonderful box set of his films and I can't <laughs> wait. I can't fuck I, I have it and I can't wait to fucking crack that thing open. Yes, Brit. That's amazing. That is a solid fucking pick. I Thank love it. Thank you. Love I'm really, it. really happy with it. Now I gotta go back to finding what freaking movie from the 60s we're gonna put in. Well, you've got it's okay. You've got time. You've got time. I am going to and you know what you've got a little bit of banter from me, because I'm going to give my wild card now. Um and um so the little bit of uh, just a little bit of history between uh, behind why I'm picking this one. Uh, now, for anybody who's listening, um, we don't know the order of these, how they're going to come out. Um, but but this one I do. I'm not going to lie. I I'm gonna I overrule this pick. Um, so a little bit a little bit of history, a little bit of history behind it. So the fourth the fourth episode that we ever did on a thousand and one by one was a Andre Tarkovsky film called Stalker. And uh, that film kind of blew open uh, mine and Ian's cranium. So then 80 episodes later, 80, episode 84, we covered our second Tarkovsky film, which was Andre Rublev, another movie that we had a very long, nice discussion about. So what I do know for certain is that, because I, I joked on that episode saying maybe we'll have to wait another 80 episodes before we got to our next Tarkovsky film. So episode 164, my wild card pick is going to be Solaris, um, which, uh, which will be fun because it was also remade by Soderbergh in like the early 2000s. Um, and uh, Tarkovsky, like a Bong Joon-ho, is very thematically heavy with his movies. Um, so, and I don't know if you've se- if either you've seen a Tarkovsky film, but it'll be something. I love Stalker. Ah, yes. Great. Because of course I do. The, it, Stalker was made for me. I have not, but... Sounds great. I, I just, I love that it has to stay to this pattern. That makes me, I love when things like that work out. What year is it's it from? Pattern. Uh, it is 1972 or three. I, that I don't have. On okay. Right at the moment. 70s. But yes, but it's, it, it's a seventies pick. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's my, that's my wild card pick. So Joey, uh, we're back to you. You've got either your wild card or your director, my friend. So I'm going to do my wild card first. Um, 1990s, not sure the exact year, a really interesting movie that I saw once a long time ago, and I wanted to go back to it, and I real when I, I accidentally, I didn't have this on my list, and last night I found something that this was in the book and is no longer in the book, so, um, 1990s, Jacob La- Jacob's Ladder. Nice. <laughs> Is this the Tim Robbins movie? Oh, it is. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to talk about Jacob's Ladder. That's 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 I'm that's so pretty excited. amazing. Yeah, I'm very pumped. Oh my god, that's oh wow! I gotta be. I've, I, I that was like that was definitely not what I thought you were. Gonna, I mean, I, of course, it's a wild card. I would have no idea, but like, I think of the wild cards. That's the wildest wild card picked. <laughs> It and, is. That's the and point of the wild one, card. We're, with the the movie Weird in the title. I mean, you yeah, that's who wow. Who wow. Okay. Um so I only have my director left. Oh no, it's, um, it's wait, me. It's, it's Joey, is it you again? Yeah, it's oh, me. So sorry. It's my director. Right. Sorry. It's my director. Well, now it's your director pick. <laughs> he has seven movies total. He he's 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 current. Um there's some there's some real highs. 
Some things we'll discuss, and that that would be fun. I think. Cannot wait. Going with Edgar Wright. Fun, very fun. Yeah, you know, I had everyone I had was like heavy, and I was like, you know what? I want to go like, real. I want to go fun. Like I want something that's different and fun that we could really get into and laugh about. And you know, he has uh, his highs are wildly high. So yeah. His lows are also pretty Oh, yeah, low, we get so to... I'm, well, I'm we'll, super into it. We'll also get to really get to dunk we'll, on some things and really love some things. So, like, it's a nice balance. I wonder what the next Dune hole is going to be. It might come out of Edgar Wright. We don't know. <laughs> <sighs> awesome. Okay, so so we have Wong Kar Wai, we have Edgar Wright, and now it's it's to me. And I'm still... So I have three names here, and I'm still... A, a little and and because I I have like I have more of an important I have so I have the important director I've got more of a blockbustery director and then I've got like I've got my pick I've got like my tr- like this is the one that I really want to pick but like I'm looking at these ones right here and I, I, it's ugh, this is so this is this is honestly really tough and this is just this is just talking movies so I don't I don't really know why this is as difficult as as it is um I don't think I can go with the one. I, I, okay. Oh, man. You can go with what your heart desires. I know. I know. Um. I. So I'm. I am gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the my my personal choice. Um. Good. And uh. And and I. And when we get through the, all of this, I want to talk about some of the things we didn't pick just a little bit because I definitely oh, want to do that. Absolutely. Um. So now I. Ten was the highest number we'd done. I'm gonna. I'm cheating a little bit. Because this director has eleven. Um, How dare you! So, okay. so sorry about that. How dare you? Um, he, uh, I believe, uh, he has two films in the book right now, possibly three. Um, and uh, and some of these are just some of my, my some of my favorite movies. Talk about lows as well. The last uh, last three movies this guy has made has not been great. Um, but the ones in the middle are fantastic, and uh, we are going to discuss the 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 filmography of a one. Michael Mann. <gasps> Fun. Oh um, man. So everything from Thief to Last of the Mohicans to Heat, Collateral, and yes, even things like Public Enemies and Black Hat will be on our um Oof. our discussion. That's awesome. Great pick. We yeah, cover we cover a lot of different things. We have to talk about yes. we just, we just yes. have to talk about so I have to talk about a certain uh, Jamie Foxx movie based off an 80s TV show that I have torched. We, we, oh, my God. I forgot about that film. We tried to watch it recently, and, and it just was nonsense, so we turned it off. Now I actually have to finish it. Oh, my God. No, you know what? I'm, I'm excited because I've been really mean to it. Don't rush back to it. I've been really mean to it, so I'm excited to give it another chance and rank it. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So, so Britt, we're ending with you, and we're with with the all too coveted '60s pick. Yeah, the all too coveted '60s. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with one of the random ones that I just had out that I'd actually pulled out of the list because I thought, oh no, it's gonna be too weird. Um, so I'm gonna go with a movie from the USSR, 1967. Didn't look up the pronunciation because I wasn't going to do it. Um, we're going to go with a movie called 
Vi or V I Y. And from what I can tell, it is a movie about a person who has to stay overnight with the corpse of a woman oh. and watch it. And that's what I know. Seems seems appropriate. Holy shit. Seems totes appropriate. So- I was trying not to put too many horror in, and I was like, oh, if I have ring in, then I got to take that one out. Um, so I guess I got two horror movies in there, friends, without meaning to. The, the Wikipedia says it's the first Soviet-era horror film to officially be released in the USSR. Oh, all right. Yep. That should be some Shit. sort of horrifying. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it, to be perfectly honest. Um, and that one is on Tubi and Shudder. I went through and I made sure that every single one of my picks was available. Good for you. I did not do that. I, th- I applaud you for that. I made sure Just all the directors so did. When we were all scrambling for old boy. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, so, do I? Does everybody know what they picked? Uh, who want, can we can we recap everybody's choices? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So, Britt, tell us who you picked. Tell us what you, uh, you chose for us to be covering in season five. In season five, I chose 1944's Laura. 1967's Vi, V-I-Y, 1971's A Touch of Zen, 1986's Aliens, 1998's Ring, 2008's The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, and 2012's Blanca Nieves. And, and just remind us, who was your director that you picked? Um, my director that I picked was uh, Wong Kar Wai. Lovely, lovely. Um, I'll go next because I went second in the draft. Uh, so from the 30s, I picked Swing Time. From the 50s, I picked The Night of the Hunter. From the 60s, I picked Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. From the 70s, I picked Jean Dielman. From the 2000s, I picked Sideways. From the 2010s, I picked Vast of Night. My wild card from the 70s, it is Solaris. And my director I picked was Michael Mann. And Joey, tell us who you picked. All right. 2000s, Memento, the 30s, L'Age d'Or, the Age of Gold. 1951, the day the earth stood still. I can read, I promise. 1998, Rushmore. 1941, Sergeant York. 1986, the visceral, the fly. 1990s, my wild card, Jacob's Ladder. And my director, Edgar Wright little heads up i'm gonna argue pretty heavily that one of his movies is perfect while absolutely shitting all over another one so it's gonna be fun (laughs) perfect perfect we've never uh you know gotten into it on this podcast so i'm sure that we will all just totally agree completely 100 percent with each other absolutely absolutely yeah we're a boring podcast just like we did (laughs) in the host (laughs) (laughs) um so uh, before we, we part ways for the evening, um, I just wanted to give us a chance to maybe shout out some movies that we had on our list that we just couldn't pull the trigger on today. Um, I, I, I have a few, uh, but who, who wants to start? Let's let, throw out some, some flicks that um, we just couldn't find room for in this season. So I was going to pick uh, Paul Verhoeven's Soldier of Orange. Never seen it, um, and but it just... When I was doing things, it just didn't work out the way I wanted to get it in there. And um, 
yeah, that, that was a big one. And then, you know, I had a couple that my other ones that weren't in the, that aren't in the book that used to be that I was thinking about were into the wild or the wrestler. Oh, I know. I was, I was toying with Aronofsky as a director. Me too. Pick. Um, didn't didn't pull the trigger. I mean, he he wasn't even on my top three, but I that was something I crossed I crossed paths with. If I if I picked the wrestler, I was gonna go Aronofsky. That's that's how I kind of had it broken down. So that that was gonna be my final call. Got it. Got it. Any other any other picks, Joe, that you want to throw out there? Or um, picks, but you know, <laughs> yeah, those you know. Cabin in the Woods is something, but I've talked about it so much. It, it felt like, but that was, you know, that that's just, I love that movie so much. But you know, at some point, I, I, you know, I don't think I'd say a negative thing about it. I think I'd yell at anybody who did. So I don't know that that would be good listening. <laughs> the, the other one from the 2010s that I was really, was a movie I haven't seen, which is high on every list ever, um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah, I haven't seen that either, but that's that would have been a good pick. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. So, but the 2010s went real quick. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> my bad. My it's bad. all good. That's what we do. Uh, Britt, what about you? What uh, what were some some movies left on the table? Uh, so I really um, I wanted to do Smiles of a Summer Night from 1955. Uh, Ingmar Bergman. Uh, it's a Swedish film. And um, that was actually my other wild card option, but I really wanted to do a western, so I had to I had to get the good, the bad, and the weird, which also took out um, it took out my other 1960s pick, other than Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, because I don't trust that it's going to stay on YouTube, so I just couldn't couldn't put us through that, <laughs> even though that was my first choice for the 1960s. Uh, the Housemaid from 1960, South Korean film. Uh, by Kim Yi Young, and it's supposed to be one of the best like South Korean films, and I just haven't seen it yet. Um, you know, I was looking at Run Lola Run from 1998 as well, nice. and that yeah. was really close. But I wanted to talk Ring. I really did, just because it's it's Ring. Like, how can you not? And and so um, and also for my directors, um, I almost did Lee Chang Dong, who is a um, is a South Korean director, but two of his movies are completely unavailable, so I wasn't going to do that to us. I was like, well, I guess that takes him off the list, even though he only has like six films. And then the other one I was so close to doing because I really, really love his movies and I would love to just chat with you both about uh, him is Ben Wheatley. Um, (laughs) I was so close to doing Ben Wheatley because, man, I want to talk about all of his films with you two. But I thought that like Wong Kar Wai was just such a a good pick because he's he's iconic. Listen, Um, any day you want to talk about Kill List, I'm I'm down. I'll talk about that movie whenever you want. Field in England, that movie blew my goddamn mind. Watching it, I just love field in england too i would need yeah, that movie i'm not gonna lie that movie put me to sleep i well, need to fair. give it a shot again though but it's i but i i like those weird folk movies like that's a that's my jam i could just sit and watch folk like folk horror movies all day yeah. um also i really like high rise which nobody talks about and i just think it's a oh, weird I like high movie rise. but it's yeah high rise is fun also then we would have had to watch meg to the trench so um you know <laughs> Um, am I going to watch it? Hell yeah, I am. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I probably will too. Um, so uh, just a couple things. I, I, I didn't, I don't, did I get a 90s pick? No, I didn't get a 90s pick. Um, so 
I I I I am fascinated by this movie in its in its just staunch belief in something that probably isn't true. I I I almost made us do JFK. Um, I would have oh. loved oh. to have had an Oliver Stone conversation because I think that would have been interesting. Um, but also, I had two. I I I I was I didn't I sh- I could have picked Solaris as my seventy pick, and then I would have had some some room for my wild card. Um, but. I for comedies I I because we didn't really have any like true blue yuck yuck comedies. Uh, I had the jerk and Groundhog Day on my list, um, oh, fun. which I didn't pull nice, the trigger on. Yeah. And then in terms of uh, of directors, so my my more prestige pick, even though she's got some not prestige films, uh, was gonna be Catherine Bigelow. Um, I almost picked. She was on the short list. She was on mine too. For me too. Uh, and then and then this other director uh, had also had eleven. And uh, the last four movies that this person did were not great, but I thought it would have been such a fun conversation to rank John McTiernan's films. Um, oh. Because it's Predator and Die Hard and Hunt for Red October, but that then there's also so like The 13th Warrior and Rollerball. Um, Can and we so just do just... that anyways? We'll just do a special <laughs> director ranking. Um, which would have been like, I feel like the top would have been great and the bottom would have been like, okay um but uh that would have made it funny and that's where i was i uh, yeah i just didn't i didn't know i didn't know where to go with that but um but obviously like uh, come on the it's a book of a thousand and one movies and and movies get bumped out every year so we got a lot of shit on this (laughs) oh yeah oh my gosh and even even today like i was saying earlier i was starting to go through the book again and go through lists of movies that have been taken out because i thought oh did i even make a comprehensive list is this going to be enough and um, I ultimately told myself I needed to stop and just go with what I had decided a month ago because <laughs> it, there's no point changing now. That's that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem. You start questioning. Everything. It's like, well, if I don't have this, is it legit? It just it just it messes with you. Yeah. Well. Um, what I, I think we've got a hell of a list here. Um, and so and then and then like the thing that we'll do off mic that we're not going to put the audience through is eventually we'll come up with an, a neat little order for these. Um, Are we going to uh, put Joey's all in the same like the same two weeks again so that like he has to do back to back hosting episodes again? That was actually lovely because now I get like a nice break where I just get to watch and enjoy. <laughs> um. I can't. I we, and it's great. I mean, we get we have we have a bunch of foreign films, and they're from all over the place. Uh, we've got. I do think we got a pretty good genre mix. We do have. I love that the comedies on here are are quirky ones. They're like Rushmore and Sideways are not your typical comedy. Um, so yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun list. We cover a lot of different things here. <laughs> I knew I was gonna put a lot of like foreign movies on mine, but I tried not to put any that were from the same place which is why I couldn't choose The Housemaid, um, since I put the good, the bad, and the weird in there. Well, not, I, shit, you definitely gave that more thought than I did. That's awesome. That's, no, I mean, like, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh. And then I was going to say, and then I chose a Chinese director, so, you know. That's cool. That's, I'm well, pumped I, about that. I, I, yeah, I'm, I know, me too. I am too. That's going to be great. Um, awesome. Uh, any Any parting words for the the dear the dear listeners who are who are checking in with us they they now know what what to expect for season five i don't know about you guys but i'm so excited to watch these films i think this is is, i i'm excited to go look up all the ones i don't know and to start like 
gathering notes already, making my <laughs> making my little portfolios for them all. Yeah, I think I'm really excited that I haven't, you know, like some of these I have a lot of relationships with and some of these I have nothing with. So it's that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. And I and I I love that there's I mean, at least I mean, I I guess I I can't speak with total uh, assurance on these, but there's at least like that that Blanca Nueves um is definitely a movie that like none of us have seen. And I think that's always fun too is when 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 we're all coming in fresh with a movie that we know nothing about, you know, sometimes it'll turn out to be great. Sometimes it's the treasure of the Sierra Madre, and then we're like, well, what the fuck was this? Um, but I sure, hope I didn't give us the treasure of the Sierra Madre. Nobody, I, listen, and that's on me. That like <laughs> now. Oh wait, can I? There was one last thing. Just I om- I almost just to fuck with us. J- I mean, if I had picked Solaris in the 70s and I had my wild card and, and I came down to it I, I almost picked Joker just to bring it full circle I assumed one so, of you would to, I so, assumed uh, there, there was a world where my first two picks were Joker and Grease just to really raise hell from the beginning oh you would you just were, would be choosing violence at that yeah. point my friend we would have the best conversation about why I do not like either of those films yeah oh. I really had to make a decision at like eight fifty nine, I was like, "All right, am I gonna? How, how am I approaching?" I would have this? laughed hysterically, hysterically. Um, oh shit, that's. I think I would have been kinder to Greece than I would be to Joker, to be honest. But. Oh man, this is gonna be great. I, I'm 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 excited. We we still have so much of this season to get through. Still, but like very excited at, at what's to come. Me too. Me too. Uh well I think that's I think that's it for the for the draft our first draft that's great draft fun that we did great that. draft that's cool that was so now, fun who do we uh who do we who do we think won Joey <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say honestly me because neither of you picked Grease or Joker so um woohoo I you know what I'm I actually I was gonna pick Brit actually <laughs> as the person who won the draft uh now that's that's mostly because you you probably picked the most i i i maybe say beloved film out of all of them which is aliens um i think that's got a real big and yeah. and i think you your wong car white pick was just like it never even crossed my mind and i'm like that's that's a really solid pick i almost did in the mood for love in the aughts and then i thought why don't we just do all of them so yeah there you go there you go that's why. And also, um, I had a spiritual experience when I went to go see Aliens on the big screen like two months oh, ago. Yeah, you so just did that. Yeah. I just oh, did that's... that, so I have to talk about it with you, too. That's cool. And you, know, and you know when we get to Aliens, I, like, I won't speak for you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch all six of them. Like, I'm gonna... Are you kidding? Oh, it, me, too. me too. We're going to have to space that out in a time where, where it's spaced away from directors so that it could be... I already thought about that. I was like, we have to put that away from any directors because I'm doing all of those. We need to do that over a break. Like, you know how we did the directors like over Christmas break? We definitely should do Aliens over Christmas break so we can watch them all. Aliens might be a good way to start season five. That's what I, I actually was thinking that too. That's actually great. I agree. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, so we decided. But we have to see where episode. <laughs> we, might have. we have to see where one sixty four pops in. According 
according to you, I won. I'm choosing Aliens as our first episode. <laughs> Don't worry. The first episode of season five, I believe, will be episode 160. So it'll, okay. it'll be okay. It'll be all right. <laughs> Even with this one, okay. So, all right. So that's good. That's good because you got to make sure we don't mess with that. Oh, kind of- actually, you know, you're true. With this, with this episode, it would be 161. I forgot that. Yes, I wasn't accounting for this one, which is silly because we're recording it right now. Uh, but yes, it, it would be 161. Perfect. Well, this has been so fun. Let's do more drafts. I don't know what we do them for, but let's do them. I well, will I? Maybe this is the new way we pick seasons. Uh, I, don't I think this it. is it. This is great. Awesome. This was well, fun. Slam dunk. It's in the it's in there. It's what we're going to do. And we want to thank you all for listening. Uh, and you can you can find us on Twitter and uh, Instagram and you can let us know what how you felt about what we picked. Maybe you can tell us. Maybe we'll do a Twitter poll on who won who won the draft. Me. Um, well, yeah, Brittany, Brittany's the front runner for sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, and- I think you both have freaking great picks. So. I think it could go anyway. Well, again, remember, really, we're all winners. We're all winners. We're all winners. We all get participation trophies, just like in Catholic school. <laughs> what a well, what a great way to end with with the Catholic school reference. That's amazing. Um, so uh, I guess uh, for for on behalf of Thousand One by One and and our our fifth season, uh, I am Adam. I am the winner, Brett. <laughs> and I am the actual winner, and I'm Joey. <laughs> and we will see you all for season five.